you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He alone is worthy. And for four years, for four years, this broadcast has been on every Monday through Friday without missing one, without replaying one. God has done that. We look at God and we say, thank you, Lord. Along the way, I've had some great co-hosts. Shout out to them and uh, Stephanie and Dan and and uh, most recently here with Kevin and other people coming through. Of course, uh, we had lots with Pastor Crockett before. And, of course, with Pastor Miller's been here for many, many times. And um, I just want to thank God that you guys would tune us in, that you allow us to do this. This is a pretty cool thing uh, to be able to uh, do this broadcast and know it goes out every day. And, uh, hey, thank you, Kevin, for being part of this over the last little mm. bit. And, uh, appreciate that. Thank you. I cannot tell you it is beyond an honor to realize I'm here on the fourth anniversary, the new kid on the block for however as long as you'll let me stay here, brother. I'm just uh, excited to have this opportunity. Well, and we're excited to have you. So today we're going to be talking about God knows your name. What a wonderful topic to look at on our fourth anniversary. The Bible says over in John chapter 20, 14 through 16, and when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. It was Christ. Christ knows your name, folks. He knows your name. He he knows who you are. He 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 brings these things and to him the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. God knows your name. Man, when we're depressed in life, when we're going through the griefs, the sorrows and the the upside down things, the knuckleheads, living through this world, can I tell you something? Wake up and say, God knows my name. Folks, I want you to know that we see you out there, too. We hear you. We know your traumas. We know what you've been through. We see you. When you guys call us, we take it seriously. When uh, uh, when you guys listen, just being part of this, we try to be prepared. We we try to be there. We see you. We hear you. But no, in no way do we come close of your Lord and Savior who knows your name. He knows the sheep. He knows everything about you, the good things, the ugly things, the bad mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But can I tell you something that's really cool? Even with all the good, bad, and the ugly, he just loves you. He loves you so much that he died for you. Kevin, we've got a God who knows our name. What a tremendous theme here. What a tremendous example of this in the scriptures that we're going to be looking at here, Mary. But, um, yeah, you know, I've heard it said. In fact, it was in this meeting last uh, this this week, this um Oh, kind of a, a trauma meeting. It was, it was. It was a trauma meeting. I wasn't holding it. I was just tending it and learning some stuff and yeah. and seeing what f- folks were up to. But the whole the whole thing was dealing with people that are hurting. And um, the one person brought up something, the effect of, and I wrote it down somewhere, 
Satan will call you by sin. God will call you by name. Amen. Isn't that good? <laughs> <laughs> Life changing. Yeah. That is powerful. That's an aha moment, folks. Yeah. Satan will call you by sin. God will call you by name. And, um, you know, this Savior that we have knows our name. And, Doug, Doug, I can't add anything to what you said. He is so in charge of our lives. Think about Peter. We're going to be covering that in a couple weeks. That, um, you know, Peter wasn't done failing. He he went fishing. He went back to his old life. <laughs> he's he's messed up out on the lake again. Jesus showed up again and um, took him for a walk along the uh, the lake and said, "Simon, son of Barjona, lovest thou me?" And uh, or Simon Barjona, son, Simon, son of Jonah. But it, wow, what a savior that. He comes to us by name. That's how you come to someone that you love. You come to him by name and you say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you with that, that thing that melts your heart, the knowledge of who you are, how you felt. Hey, this is the voice that you heard while you were happy. This is a voice that you hear when you're sad. I'm coming and I'm saying, Mary. Knows her name. And you know, you know, when you're in the army, Kevin, so you, so a command group, let's say a company in the army, which is, a, you know, it starts with a squad, a platoon, and a company, and a company is all housed together. So it's a group of people that serve the army together under battalion, that serves under brigade, and blah, blah, blah. But a company is that, you know, they usually share a building, a quad, where, you know, they'll have this platoon here, they have five platoons, and, and things of that nature. Well, inside of a company, the leadership looks like the commander's like a dad, and the first sergeant, the highest ranking enlisted man in that company level unit is kind of like the mom. And this is what I found out. You know, dad, he's busy. He's, he's off playing golf, doing things and things like that. But when that first sergeant called your name, you knew that first sergeant's voice. You knew immediately. I could be 100 yards away, walking in the other direction, uh, listening to my Walkman at the time with an 8-track plugged in, and hear, Kierriger! And I'd pull those headphones off and I'd turn around and say, yes, first sergeant. I knew who I, I knew who my boss was. I knew who led that company. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll tell you, when God calls our name, yeah, you're going to know, folks. Man, I got to tell you right now, my hair is standing on my neck, Kevin. It's standing mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about that. And then one day, your Lord and Savior is going to say, Kevin, going to look right at you. He's going to be right in front of you. God knows your name. Folks, one day you're going to be standing up there and God's going to say your name just like with Mary. Mary! Mary! You know, it says over, in, and we read this in chapter 10 when we were there, 14 and 15, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. You know, this is this God we serve. So not only does he know us, but we're his sheep. We need to know him. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for my sheep. Now, he, you know, he knows your name. He's willing to lay down his life for his sheep. He got crucified for us. I, I, I mean, Kevin, it doesn't get better than any of this. Mm -hmm. There's no other religion, brother. There's nothing like this. No. 
all things blessed in Christ to the point he knows our name. And it's a good, it's a good feeling when he calls your name, even when you've done wrong, even when it's Simon, son of Barjona, lovest thou me? Man, have I failed that love? Uh, but contrast that you talked about an eternity depart from me. You cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So that's the lost man. The lost man hears this. You call it impersonal. It's just this, the wrath of God poured out on Jesus, unaccepted by a sinner, rejected by a sinner, trodden underfoot by sinners in that hour. You are cursed. Your name is a cursed thing. But then he says to the righteous, come thou blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So we are the blessed. How? In Christ. He has blessed us in all heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we've got nothing but blessing. He's already there waiting. He's already, he calls our name like residents. Like, hey, just thought I'd give you a call. How's it going down there on earth? Well, I really need you. Okay, how do you need me? And there's a great conversation. But the lost that know not God, God is not in all their thoughts. It says he is um, unfortunately living under the curse of God, thinking he can make it without Jesus Christ. And unfortunately, someday it's not going to be a blessed thing when their name is called on the roll and they're going to be cast into the lake of fire as a uh, under the heading cursed. Mm. Yeah. Makes me think of the other side of that. When the role is called up yonder, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Just those of us who have accepted our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when that role is called up yonder, I'll be there. Yeah. And uh, folks, I got to tell you, just God knows our name. I don't want to beat this up too much, but I've got to tell you something. This needs to be our marching words. Yeah. He knows our name. He attends to his sheep. He cares for his sheep. He dies for his sheep. He'll go out of his way to go get one sheep when 99 are standing right next to him. He'll go get the lost one and bring him in. That's the God you serve. That's the God we're talking about today. The God that'll put things aside and say, I got you, Doug. I'm coming. I got your back. Sorry about the grief and sorrow. Sorry about the junk you're going through. But hey, I'm making you a man. I'm making you a lady. I'm bringing you to a place uh, that's going to even be better than where you're at right now. You get to be, I was with a pastor not too long ago, and I was saying, isn't it great to see what God's done? And he was pointing out, well, we had this church, we were missionaries, and we had these people who hated us and these things. But, oh, Brother Doug, when we saw God work, those saved, those lives changed. People calling us to wish us a Merry Christmas that didn't even know God. Mm. Folks, he knows your name. He knows what you're doing out there. Hang with him. We'll be right back with you. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Well, folks, we're right back with you. Let's look at these verses again. We're in the book of John with an exegetical 
verse by verse study of the life of Christ. And I just want, I'm just so glad to be part of this. I just want to learn as much as I can about God. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Now remember, she's thinking Jesus is dead. You know, she's in this tomb, it's dark. And I mean, she thinks the gardener's there. And Jesus saith unto her, woman. Now remember, Jesus is not these paintings in the basilica. He doesn't have a light shining all around his head. He's, yep. uh, you know, when people want to look for Christ, they want to see a light there. And uh, he is the light of the world. But and he says, woman, why weepest thou? And he hadn't finished up by the complete transaction yet either as we go forward. But whom seekest thou? She supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou would have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Again, the family, the rabbi tradition. We're going to take Christ. We're going to clean him up. We're going to do what we got to do. It's, this is all going to happen, man. He's, he's going to be buried. This is, this is happening. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, uh, Rabboni, Rabboni uh, which is to say, Master, Master master you know what an interaction you know she saw the angels she's weeping her life is upside down and uh, she has this personal interaction and jesus knows us personally folks he he knows what we're about he knew mary can you imagine here's mary magdalene we've heard the stories of what she was what she wasn't we've seen the things in the bible but you know what mary has with christ is a great relationship she said, here's my Savior. I'm clean. He made me pure white. I get to go to heaven. And uh, boy, Jesus knows us personally. He knows us individually. He calls us by name. He, You know, Jesus, I, I, folks, listen, we serve a God that knows everything about us and still loves us. <laughs> and that's, that's saying something. Man, if I laid out stuff about me, I don't know if you guys would still love me. You just get the good radio stuff here. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, recognition through his voice. She recognized Christ through his voice. And I'm telling you, one day our spiritual ears that are hooked to our heart, when mm. we hear that, Kevin, you're going to say, Lord, Master, God. Oh, you're going to know. You're going to, your, your spiritual ears, I mean, they hear better than anything, don't they? And when your heart's still, sometimes I, I was thinking about things in my life that I goofed. You know, that I just goofed up since I've been saved. And some of the things I've said or done, and I'm telling you, my spiritual ears were like, yeah, they're hearing God clearly, the Holy Spirit through my heart saying, don't, don't say that, don't do it. But I was so mad. I was so angry. People were trying to hurt me. And God says, just get over it. It's time to move out, Doug. There's a lesson here. Yeah, you had to work with the most incompetent pastor that ever lived. But there's a lesson there. Even in the midst of that. You know, there's a lesson there, you know, and, uh, uh, and, and folks, and then, you know, there's misunderstandings. Again, we talked about bringing us grief and sorrow. Her initial assumption, once again, we see this misunderstanding with Mary. This is the gardener. She's just confused. Let me tell you something. We know this, don't we? When we're in grief and we're in bereavement and, and we're sorrowing like we never sorrow except when you lose a loved one, when we're in that low place, and, uh, you know, you just assume things and perceive things and you just yeah. kind of almost yep. shut down. Yep. But in the midst of that, God showed up, you know, in the midst of that, God showed up and, and it's like, Mary, you know, in the midst of our low, low place, sorrowful place, terrible place, 
Christ shows up. And, and this is an appearance of a, of a resurrected God, you know, and there's some more that's going to happen in that. And again, that's her master. That's our master, Kevin. That's our master. Yeah. Yeah. When, when Jesus showed up, her world just changed again, you know, three, three and a half years, <clears throat> Mary was 33 and a half years with her son <clears throat> because uh, she raised him, of course. But uh, these people that followed him, some of them for the whole three and a half years, their life was just terrible after the, you know, for it was three days of horror. It was just, you know, we used to sing a song as a family. It's called, uh, um, but I talked to him today and it talked about, you know, Mary Magdalene came breathless to the room where Peter laid. He was trying to uh, speak, uh, trying. he was searching through a broken heart, trying to find the faith to pray. As he heard her joyful story, his sorrow could not stay, and his hope sprang up to the word he heard her say, I talked to him today. Let me just tell you. And when you hear that name, it is, um, it is just so powerful. Jesus has a way with people's names. Think about it. Uh, who's who's the, the the wee little man? Uh, Zacchaeus. Yeah. Uh, tree climber. The tree climber. He's up in the tree, and uh, you know, kids think he's about a foot and a half tall because of the hand motions for the Sunday school song, the wee little man. But he's up his tree, and maybe he was four feet tall. I don't know. But but when Jesus came under the tree, think about it. Um, I, I, I'll never forget the these points that. I heard a man preach on the street in um, somewhere down in Georgia. A guy said, you want to go street preaching? I said, sure, why not? So we went out one night street preaching on the street corner. And he said, not Lazarus, Zacchaeus was up a tree and he got saved. How did he get saved? Number one, he recognized that Jesus saw him. Jesus looked up and, and you know saw him and stopped. Number two, he saw that Jesus knew. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Jesus saw him. Jesus um, knew him and said Zacchaeus. So you know he knew him. He knew his name. And then number three, Jesus wanted him because he said, "Come down. I must abide in your house." I mean, Jesus just breaks all the molds of an offended party. Jesus. You know, Zacchaeus was a bad dude. He was breaking Jewish, the laws of the Jews by working for the Roman government. He was breaking the laws of God by stealing and extortion and so forth. And Jesus comes on and says, I see you up there. I know you by name, and I want you. And um, he rolled out the red carpet, and he said, Behold, I, I give half my goods to the poor, said Zacchaeus. So this big thing is the, the, the name of of us there's nothing more wonderful than we think that we think than our name and a person's name means a big deal um you know mary i think when she heard mary doug i think she was like i there's something i, I recognize you know when she, when he said woman why weepest thou at that point she thought he was a gardener <laughs> you know yeah. that wasn't quite enough he wasn't a gardener he was the one that made the garden. He was the creator of heaven and earth. And when he said Mary, and uh, I've heard it said too that, you know, men need to be told things twice. Men need to be told things twice. Adam, Adam, 
Moses, Moses, Samuel, Samuel, but not this, Mary. He just says things, you know, women basically get things faster. And uh, thank God for women. But, you know, where would we be without women still in the Garden of Eden? Amen. But uh, but the, the reality is that Jesus knew her name and called the name so that uh, she, her heart would melt. Yeah, grief, you know, grief was closing her spiritual ears and heart. And, uh, you know, thinking he's the gardener and then hearing that, Mary, you're right. I mean, when, when those spiritual ears open that are connected to the heart, yeah, what mm. the, the emotion. We're going to read more about that. You want to come back Monday. We're going to be digging more into this. I, this is so hard to move forward. But, again, I want you to know that God knows your name. He sees you. He sees you. He hears you. He feels what you feel. He's the great shepherd, and we see you, not in the same way, but we hear you. That's why there's been a broadcast for four years. We see the trauma out there. We see the PTSD. We, we, we hear your hearts. We hear what you have to say, and uh, uh, sometimes you feel alone out there, but you're not. God sees you. You know, Christ sees you, and, and, and in a small way, maybe he uses this broadcast on our fourth anniversary here to help some of you. We sure hope he does. Uh, but listen, God knows where you're at. God knows what you're going through. Live life that way today. Live life that way every day. God knows my name. And when you feel like you're in a crowd at work and no one cares, just smile and say, God knows my name. We sure do love you. Thanks for tuning us. And those of you who've been with us four years, thank you. Those who've been with us four days, thank you. May God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.